Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Perano. Each week, we bring you an inspiring person or a message to unlock your true grit. Stay tuned. Hope you guys love the show. Hey guys, I'm so excited about today's interview. Why? Well, today, Ryan and I sit down with Gannon Baker, MBA skills coach. This is part two of two. Let's dive right in. Also, please rate our show, leave a comment at the end. Thank you. Somebody comes at you like Westbrook, right? Westbrook and Durant. You know, I'm coming. I'm coming after you. I'm coming to get you. I'm coming. You know, Westbrook. The reason why he's dominating this year is because if you study all the interviews and, and all the articles about Westbrook this year, this, this last summer he got in the gym harder, longer, faster, stronger, more than any other year for whatever reason. He had a chip on his shoulder. Maybe it was because Durant left, but he prepared better than he's ever prepared and so in the game he's got nothing to lose like he's done all this work nothing he can't do anymore and so he's playing with that peace and confidence and he's talking junk because he, he knows he's he backed it up this summer i mean you know i mean he got to back it up right now he, he backed it up this summer <laughs> and, you know what i mean and, and that's that's that as a coach that's what you do like during that hour you already spent 18, 19 hours training for this kid, or you've done your prep work on this, you know, entitled guy. So when he shows you he's not going hard, him, you let him have it with, you know, whatever techniques you use because you've already done the work, and there's nothing that kid can say. But you got to connect. I mean, you can't be, you know, bullying the kid. You got to connect with the kid and give him, give him solutions. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can can you? Uh... Tell us a little bit about uh, Elevate and the gym that you recently opened up in Florida. Yeah, well, Elevate uh, was a post-grad academy that I had for the last five years. And it was for kids that finished high school that needed one more year of, you know, high school, whether it be a change of grade, uh, get an SAT score. Uh, most of them just needed more college exposure. So we built it up into a very good high school team. We had about, uh, first year, about 16 players. And then um, we found out, and then the high school team was like top eight in the state for private schools. It, it was very successful. Cody's a heck of a coach. And we found out that it was easier and less expensive to do post-grad. Like high school was just too much, you know, it wasn't a good business oh, okay. um, for us. So we went post-grad. Then we, we, went, we had 24 kids. We had two teams. It was great. The uh, owners asked me to move down to Florida because it was getting really big and, and I needed to be down here since my name was on it. So uh, the third year, we ended up having uh, uh, 50 teams. I mean, uh, 50 kids. Oh, okay. I was like, 50 and, teams? <laughs> yeah, 50 kids. And uh, our, our top team was eighth in the country. Half the kids got full scholarships mm-hmm. wow uh, it, was, it was really good we didn't have a gym uh, last year same thing we had about 40 44 kids uh, we finished fifth in the country 
half the kids got full rides. It was a good thing. And last June, they, they shut it down. Oh. Uh, we had baseball kids, too. Baseball player was walking home from the store one night and got ran over by a train and got killed. And so, you know, parents thought we were liable and the city was got involved and saw so owner just shut it down, didn't really want to deal with, with the liabilities anymore. Wow. But through that, uh, the guy that was letting us use his gym in the back of his house built a six-court facility. And so that opened up in February, and uh, and I go in there and, and, and rent courts and do trainings uh, pretty much in the morning and afternoons. I, you know, I was going to try to do some tournaments and stuff, but that's kind of not my cup of tea. It's not my area. Uh, and they have some, an AAU organization in there called the Vipers that run a crap load of uh, tournaments and stuff during holidays and during the uh, weekends. But it's a, it's a beautiful uh, 95,000 square foot facility. And, uh, the courts I use have NBA lines, so sometimes we use, uh, you know, use, use that gym for that. Yeah. Wow, that's great. That's that's really good. Now, do um, you have like a, a funny story or an interesting story about training a high skilled player, whether it's a college kid or, or a, a high school an, kid, or, or a high school, school yeah. kid, yeah, or um, or an or an NBA player? Do you have uh, any interesting stories that you can you can let us know about? I mean, whether it was a something difficult you saw or anything like that? Yeah, the funniest story was, uh, you know, I lived with Amari Stoudemire for three summers. So every every July, uh, end of July, August, September, October, you know, I'd, I'd stay in his, in his uh, condominiums next door to him and we would, you know, go to the gym together and eat together and, you know, hang out. So we became friends. So I would say the second year I'm training him, we were at Arizona State. Actually, James Harden was working out with us a few times, and he let us in the you know let us in the gym at Arizona State because Amari, hard worker, we go in the mornings at the son's place, and then at night, for that reason, he, he just liked to go to the Arizona State gym. But anyway, we we do that. So one night we were walking out. It's dark, and uh, and they say, hey, babe. We'll, we'll catch up with you at the condo. You know, I got to do something. So, all right. So, I'm walking out by myself. And, you know, I'm, I'm always aware. That I was always aware that that time because Amari gave me his 12 series, you know, BMW. So, it was like fully loaded and, you know, $180,000, $90,000 car. So, I was all, you know, I had rims and, you know, it was catchy. So, I'm always thinking, all right, man, I hope I don't get jacked or whatever, you know. So I'm walking out by myself, and man, out the blue, somebody behind me points a gun in my back. Whoa. And I mean, it was a gun, yeah. And he's like, yo, I, I want to take this bleak, bleak car, man. You better give me the keys right now. You're, you're going to be dead. I'm like, yo, yo, just, hey, it's not my car. So I'm already stopped right there. Like, man, I don't care whose car it is. I just want him. So I'm like stuttering, and they, they could tell I was frigid. And uh, I take the keys out. They're like, man, drop them to your right and start walking to your left. Don't, don't look. And now I just start walking to my left, walking to my left. And then, you know, after about, I don't know, 30, 40 steps, I kind of turn. And there's Amari and his bodyguard just sitting there laughing. 
Oh, that's so wrong. Because <laughs> Mario always was a bodyguard, and his bodyguard had a gun. And his name was Max. And, and Max is now actually the bodyguard for the Suns, but they were like crying, tears rolling down. Oh, like they thought it was so, I said, man, so that's not funny, man. They said, Gannon, we knew you was white, but you you white as hell right now, man. You, like you seen a ghost. <laughs> well, man, somebody just pointed a gun in my back, man. They took, took Amari's car, so of course. Anyway, man, that, that's probably the funniest, funniest <laughs> that, story. Oh, man. That's great. Hey, have you ever, uh, like, trained a pro player, maybe wasn't as skilled, and then throughout the season, whatever you guys worked on on the off season, you've seen, like, major improvement? How did that make you feel, and, and if so, who was that? Uh, I mean, I, honestly, man, I, I, I never, I, I never got into that. Okay. I mean, you know, I trained Amari a lot, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, I barely watch his games, man, because I'm, you know, I have a family and, uh, right. <laughs> and, and even now, man, you'll, you'll never see me, you know, hey, if I, you know, like Kobe Simmons, I'm training him a lot. I'm putting Kobe through what I call my Terry Rozier workout, where Terry's a backup point guard for the Celtics and, you know, like Cody and I know that, man, we really helped transition Terry into, you know, a two-guard to a point guard, you know. Like, I, I, I know for 100%. And he'll tell you, hey, Gannon and Cody, man, they really got me ready for the league. But I'll, I'll never too, I'll never put that out there publicly, right? you know, or, or speak a lot about it because it's really, I don't care. Right. I mean, you know, I, I don't, you know, here's what I care about. Am I getting paid for <laughs> money, right? And number two, did I give that kid or that team or that coach all I got? Wow. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I get calls all the time. Come watch me play. Well, I mean, I, I'd love to, but, I mean, I train 15,000 players a year. I don't have time to, you know, I don't have time. I, I'm not I'm not a slave to the game. And uh, I'm not saying it's wrong, like it, but I, I, I honestly... You know, like Maya Moore. Maya Moore and I worked on some stuff, but I'm not going to watch her game. And it might even occur to me, hey, we worked on that. I, I just, I want her to succeed, and then I'll feel good about. You know what? I, I might have helped her a little. I feel good about that, but I honestly don't want. You know, right? Really pay attention to what they're doing because I'm one. I'm not hired to do that, and two, man, I, I don't have time. I got, you know, at the time, you know, I was dating. Uh, MJ, so I, I mean, then I have a brother and a parent, and I do my self study. I go to, I get nine hours of sleep. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a machine off the court. I got, I'm on a routine, and I got three kids now. I don't have time to. You Sounds know, like you know, me. I'm on the couch. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> I have time watching it. Like today, I'm gonna watch the playoffs. I'll fall asleep. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm just tired when I get home. You know. Yeah, I hear you. So I got a couple of uh, fun questions here. What's the f- your most favorite shoe back in the days that you played in? Favorite shoe that you played probably in? Probably the uh, Nike Air Force One. Oh, okay, yeah, they interesting. Were, they were big, they, they were big, thick shoes. that had a lot of sole. They were heavy, but I needed a thick sole like LeBron's now. So I, you know, you know, Johnny O'Brien still plays with those. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they're good shoes, man. Yeah. 
What's your favorite shoe you play in right now or train in right now? Uh, any any LeBron. Okay. Okay. Favorite Jordan shoe of all time? If you have a favorite Jordan shoe. If not, it could be any other shoe. I don't have one. Not one Jordan shoe? Not one of those iconic shoes? You can't throw one I'm out there? I'm not a sneak. No, I'm not a sneak freak. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite? I mean, when you don't pay for Nikes, you really... You're just happy they're free. I don't. I don't get into. I don't. You know. I mean. I, I get free sneakers. So as long as they're Nike or Jordan, I'm happy. I don't. <laughs> I mean. I'm, I'm. I'm simple. Right on. I can respect that totally. Oh, yeah. uh, what's your favorite go-to move? Uh, off the dribble, chain the legs behind the back, and off the catch, just the front jab. Nice. Would you rather shoot right-handed or left-handed if you were to go, go, go pull up? Right-handed. Okay. Cool. What's uh, the favorite, your favorite thing you like to teach, like day in and day out, whether it's a concept or a skill move? Uh, I, don't, I don't have one. I, I like it all. Okay. I honestly get excited about teaching anything. If the kid is, is open-minded and open-hearted, man, I'll teach them defense, which I don't do any of. <laughs> But I, I mean, I, I, I honestly, I, don't, I, I love everything. That's cool. Yeah, I could totally respect that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. You you rarely see a lot of defense. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Unless you're teaching like team stuff. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't teach. I don't. I, I know all the defenses, but I don't. I don't teach it because all my clients pay me to learn offensive concepts and fundamentals. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but if somebody hired me to teach them how to guard the ball screen better or how to keep a guy in front, yeah, absolutely, I, I would I would do that. And, and I have fun at it because I don't, just for the fact that I don't get to teach it a lot. Right. And wouldn't you think that uh, any player plays more defense than anything throughout the game? I mean, because... You don't always have the ball in your hand unless you're the point guard. Uh, I would say it's 50-50 because, I mean, it really depends on the other team. If the other team's a running team, you're not going to play a lot of defense because they'll shoot quickly. If it's, other, if it's Virginia who likes to right. hold the ball and grind out the shot clock, then yeah. So it just, just depends. But to me, as a, as a coach, you know, defense is up to their team coach. I mean, really, team coaches, if they're good, most of them spend – most of the 80% of the practice on defense so that's when you should lock in and, and you should focus and, and a defense is very gray it's not black and white like offense is very uh, opinionated so some, some coaches like force middle on the sideline some coaches like to force uh, baseline some coaches teach the cross step on the slide some coaches teach the slide some coaches teach full denial other coaches teach stunting open denial or, or face guard. So some coaches teach front post, other coaches teach behind, other coaches teach three quarters. So uh, a lot of coaches teach zone, and that's, I mean, you know, to me, uh, player development coaches, it's not our job to teach defense. Right on. Yeah. Well, hey, thank thank you very much. Um, I can't wait to see you this right. summer. I'm yeah. definitely going to be out there this summer for that coaches clinic. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, if uh, if people want to get a hold of you, 
um, after they hear this, where can they find you? Can you throw out maybe a website, maybe your Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want? I don't want to sound arrogant, but if you Google me, you can you, <laughs> you can find me. Uh, but it's my my direct my direct email is g a n o n at g a n o n b a k e r basketball dot com. Gannon at gannonbakerbasketball dot com. Great, shake and bake. Yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter, Gannon underscore baker. Awesome. Great. Thank you, Gannon. Thank you so much. Thank you again.